that's um, Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt got divorced, wasn't it? Because he wanted to call the, or sorry, she wanted to call the baby Stop. What? Stop? Stop. What is that? S-T-O. That's like the start of a word. Yeah, but then he was saying, but if she takes my surname... Stop it. (laughs) (laughs) STI is also a sexually transmitted infection. It was an STD in my day. They changed it now. Don't like disease, do we? No, not allowed diseases anymore. We're just allowed infections, viruses. Much better. Hi guys, welcome to this week's What Have. Hope you've had a good couple of weeks and the world isn't gone too mad. There's some brilliant stuff this week. Oh, um, oh just just stuff all really over up, your face. Really upselling it. <laughs> it's a tremendous show, even if I say so myself. Yeah, even though I'm in it. Um, Gareth, how are you? I'm alright, thanks mate. How are you? I'm good. Good, busy. We're always busy, aren't we? Yeah, it's a bit relentless actually. I've got um, I'm having um, my house decorated at the minute. So obviously we moved in in June, and I've basically still been living in someone else's house up until this point. Um, so yeah, I went out and bought some paint. Um, it's not very good quality paint. I later found out as the decorator informed me. But um, I had to do three coats. Do they Shit. come around and tell you off? Because we just had a guy come around and fix our washing machine euphemism, and he he kind of told me off. For putting too too heavy a load, and I was like, "Hang on a minute, you're in my house, telling I've, me off." I've only ever been told off by a by a parent for that, right? You no. know, and, and separate the whites from the bright reds. Fuck off! I like pink. Yeah, fuck you. Pink is in. Yeah, pink exactly. is definitely in. But yeah, so the, the house is slowly starting to look like we want it to, which is nice. Like the White House. Are you just painting the front? Yeah, and well, if it was the White House, I'd just go and go into a studio like Joe Biden and pretend I'm in the White House. That's what they do, isn't it? It's got green screen, yeah. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he's off his rocker still, isn't he? He's he's causing all sorts of problems. So, what's your first what half of the day then? Well, did actually on Joe Biden was it? Uh, did we mention it a couple of weeks ago? The fact that he said that you know hurricane season is coming and the best way to prepare for hurricane season is to get yourself vaccinated. Let me be clear: if you're in a state where hurricanes often strike like Florida or the Gulf Coast or into Texas, a vital part of preparing for hurricane season is to get vaccinated now. That's an incredible sort of connection there, what he's had. And he went on, didn't he, say, because hurricane season is a lot easier. Everything's a lot easier if you're vaccinated. (laughs) My car, it says. Yeah, you can see that anti-vaxxer over the road. Look, their roof's gone. (laughs) Fucking idiot. If they'd have gone and got a jab, yeah. they'd still have the roof. Look at mine. Mine's, oh, mine's gone as well. Everything is more complicated if you're not vaccinated in a hurricane. Yeah. <laughs> you can tell the anti-vaxxers down our road because none of them have got any sheds left. Fucking no, idiots. exactly. No, that's it. That's but yeah, one. no, I do have one. Um, the US pumpkin record has uh, been absolutely smashed, actually. The new record for the, for nice the US pumpkin record is 182 stone. It's pretty oh, big, that it? makes me feel lazy now because mine's only come in at a good 68 stone. That's weird, isn't it? When I think, I don't know how much you weigh, I'm, I'm just shy of 13 stone, me. Um, so 182 stone is big, isn't it? That, that is special. I really wanted that. I never dreamed of that. And uh, to have it, to even be mentioned in that conversation is really cool. That's big. 182 stone. I'm not carrying that over the threshold after, after a wedding night. I don't understand why there's a World Pumpkin Championship. Well, if you want to get involved with the World Pumpkin Championship, I was only talking about the US one. You've already tried to up, 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 up one up me. Right. Um, the world record is actually 193 stone. What is this planet about? I don't know, but that's big, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I, I just think, what have you fed it to, to children? I don't know why it grows that big, actually. Um, but then, but see, this is the thing. See, I. Obviously, I remember it as a kid, like nursery rhymes and stuff and old stories. 
and then obviously you you go through them all over again obviously once you have kids because they have the same sort of nursery rhymes and you go, oh i remember that when i was a kid this one's about the plague but i always thought that you know cinderella was just a ridiculous story and there's no way it was, it was believable um because there's no way she could ride in in a giant pumpkin because she wouldn't fit in it it's just ridiculous Silly. there's no way a woman a grown woman's going to fit inside a pumpkin it's yeah. fucking idiocy and now i'm kind of jump in or that to face it I'm going to have to eat my own words, really. I mean, That's 193 true. stone, put four wheels on that, you're laughing. That's true, actually. So you'll pivot on that like Pierce Morgan did. We'll get to that later. I was always confused by ride a cock horse. I don't know that one. To Banbury Cross. Ride a cock horse to Br Banbury Cross. What's a cock horse? Ride a cock horse to Banbury Cross to see. What's riding a... Do you mean a horse cock? Was that the Lady Godiva one? Oh, I don't know. I thought it was slang for fiver. Lady Godiva. Lady Godiva is sat upon a horse in Coventry. Might be. Rode... She is. Well, no. a statue is. She's been there for years. Are we saw... Who's the one who, who rode through the town naked with the tits out? That was Lady Godiva. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we saw the statue, didn't we? We did. We to... I, I, I had clothes on, so... False advertising. <laughs> For some reason, in my mind, we were in Peterborough, but we were definitely in Coventry because the cathedral was there. there was, well, some of it was, yeah. Yeah, some of it was, yeah, with didn't, Michael. Didn't have a roof on it, though, because the, uh, the vicar didn't get vaccinated, did he? Everything is more complicated if you're not vaccinated in a hurricane. Back during the Blitz. Idiot. Yeah, if we'd only had Biden around, it'd be exactly. fine. If Biden had been around, he'd have said, look, there's, the, the sirens are going off, the Luftwaffe are on the way, just get a little DNA in your arm, mate. Roof saved. What's the little DNA? You know, between it's just friends. A little, it's just a little DNA. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't. I didn't um, come across that one. Yeah, the pumpkins, so there you go. But that's, so that's a huge a... pumpkin. Yeah, it is. It is smashing. <laughs> I, I still don't understand this world. On one one part of the world, we could be nuking each other, and the other part of the world, John's in his garden growing a massive pumpkin. How are you supposed to grab hold of any? in this world is like normal because that is like i don't understand no wonder people are getting but, anxious but, but that's no more weird than those kind of within the left that are so-called eco warriors that are kind of you know enabling zelensky massively while he's kind of pushing towards some form of nuclear war that you know nuclear war mm, mm, but bad you, for the planet you do use a bag for life don't you Oh, hey. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah. true, yeah. I mean, if Zelensky drank milk, we wouldn't support it. No, that's true. I don't, do you know what? It didn't even occur to me that they were... There's been so much going on that they were pushing, yeah, him, and then obviously towards nuclear war, and they're always worrying about the planet. You can glue yourself to the M11 if you want, mate, but if they're blowing up the planet, then you, you've got much chance. Exactly. Just stop oil. What about depleted uranium? Well, that's fine. Don't worry about it. Don't worry, Can't don't, stop it all. don't worry about it. At the end of the day, I've never seen a seabird stuck in, in crude uranium. So no. Mm. no, and even if you did stare at it, pull all your skin off. It, it's the what who's the one the little greasy haired one? He's gone to prison now, hasn't he? Oh, the one that uh plastic cable tied himself to a football goal. Which is ironic because he's probably plastic cable tied to a pole right now as well. Behind a pillar in D Wing. <laughs> Poor lad, really. I got a feeling he had Asperger's. See, it came out the other week, and they just said, um, like we said from the start, that uh, Greta has Asperger's. She's got special needs, and um, but it's okay for to put her on the uh, uh, in all of these different positions of authority. She's where you were going with that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But she's well, yeah, because she's a she's um, she's a shield, isn't she? You can't say anything about what she's fronting up because if you do then you're you know you're picking on a kid with a learning difficulty but it's the reverse it's exploitation pointing it out oh, of course it is yeah someone called me xenophobic the other day for pointing out that that people in china get paid terrible wages and produce knockoff products in really bad conditions in factories i was like well but i'm pointing out they're being treated terribly but that's also just a, a fact that everyone knows about exactly 
It's not xenophobic. I'm not annoyed at them for it. I feel bad for them for it. It's just, everything. My point, I think, is that I'm trying to get to is everything's flipped upside down. Well, yeah, but, the, but that's where you, you have, you know, people get upset with, you know, you, we've spoke about it before, where you can have young women being, or young girls being abused by, you know, grooming gangs within the UK that are, you know, overwhelmingly of, of Pakistani origin. And you could you could point out this horrific fact and, and this um, appalling, you know, abuse that's going on and go into great detail about this kind of abuse and what these poor girls are put through. And then their, their first word would be, did you say Pakistani, man? Because <laughs> that, that sounds racist. And you're like... They oh, are Pakistani, just, but, man. But, yeah, but they are. And, and so, you yeah. know... But I've got a story, actually, which made me kind of... He's further down my list, because it's just a bit of a nothing story. But it, it kind of ties into the same thing, in a way. Right? So there's a mountain in Oregon called Swastika Mountain. Of course there is. Right, and it's been called Swastika Mountain since long before the Nazis were even uh, a thing. Um, Trendy. Yeah, before you know, before the Hugo Boss was making suits and shit. But um, but obviously now people are really offended by it. But nobody local is offended by it, right? So what happened was was two people got stuck up there in a in an absolute snowstorm and had to be rescued, like you know, on death's door, rescued, right? And so when you read the article, right? A woman sat at home, and so she's got the news on. She's going, what's that? Oh, goodness me, look, there's two people. Oh, God, I hope they're going to survive. Swastika Mountain instantly stops giving a shit about the two people that are yeah. on death's door. And she was quoted as saying, I knew right then I had to do something about it. So they're changing the name. But imagine that. You're watching yeah. a news story about two people, like, fucking, you know, they're saving their lives. And the people... The, the first responders that are risking their own lives to save them. And it's like, oh, my God, what you took away from it is swastika. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we can't say swastika. Did they say what they're changing it to? Hammer and sickle. <laughs> <laughs> we're going the other way now. Yeah, we're going to go the other way. Yeah, we're going to do the flip of it. Yeah, just bathe it in bread. I don't, I don't know what they're going to call it. Name it after her, probably. Karen. Karen Mountain. <laughs> Got stuck up Karen Mountain. Oh, stuck up Karen again. <laughs> Froze to death up Karen. Yeah, she's she's frosty, that one. Oh, dude, yeah. Fucking hell, yeah. Like frostbite It's, funny, it's funny, isn't it? You know, what, what people, you know, kind of, they, they follow, and it makes me think of that whole, you know, the story, we've probably spoken about it before, it's a joke where a guy is in a terrible car accident, and <laughs> he, he's hilarious, that's the end of the joke. He's in a terrible car accident, and, um, you know, he was driving home, and he, he had a car accident, um, he got, but luckily, um, Donna from work was in the car behind because they were leaving together, and she dragged me out of the car. She dragged me into the into her car, drove me to the hospital. They, they saved my life, you know. And um, and the reply just comes from the wife, who's Donna? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a bit like that, isn't it? It is, yeah. Yeah, exactly. What have you found to be annoyed at? That's that's very kind of psychopathic, isn't it? In a way. Yeah, but it's, it's the same as being offended on someone else's behalf. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, we got we live in a weird world, mate. The best one, the funniest one I've seen this week is the. Have you seen the, the humanoid robot in Parliament? I was nearly crying watching that this morning. Someone sent me a link to that, and it's in my emails, but I hadn't got around to it. Oh, mate, it's so good. Robot makes this is from Daily Mail. Robot makes debut in Britain's Parliament, but falls asleep mid-flow. <laughs> I like the way you say falls but asleep. He's, Didn't he's fall asleep a... though, did it? The, it's accurate, the, the battery it? went. Can I reset her? Is that okay? Yes, I don't. I don't. <laughs> is that what, but, but that's what they all do in Parliament. Half of them are asleep. Well, that's what I'm thinking. I just thought, is this Liz Trust? What is the role of technology in creating art in the future? The role of technology in creating art will continue to grow as artists find new ways to use technology to express themselves. Um, bizarre moment, humanoid AI Dar, that's what they're called, becomes, this is even funnier, becomes cross-eyed and zombie-like during debate about whether cr creativity is under attack from AI. She come cross-eyed. How do you program that in? I'm just programming cross-eyed today and I will give it narcolepsy. It's it, uh, it's it sounds brilliant. like it's been knocking around with George Osborne <laughs> in the toilets beforehand. Yeah, oh, they're all on it, aren't they? they so are, yeah. yeah, 
so it's called AI Dar spoke to members of the communications and digital committee Tuesday. It's so good. If you watch the video, the woman is like baffled. The real woman, not the AI woman. Um, and then they can't get it started. And you've got this little fella come along, little Bill Gates fella going, can I, um, can I restart it? <laughs> it's like all this technology. And it's, it's, it's basically Siri with a pair of tits. Do, do you think, though, that, you know, because technology is, is, is massively advanced, that they, they plant these things? I mean, I might be in the conspiracy theorist here now, Richard, but they plant mm. these things so that in the public mind you look and go, it's not, the tech's so far away, they're not ready. So that when people like me and you are saying, no, what they want is this transhumanist takeover and X, Y, and Z, that they would then go, you're going to laugh, mate. Have you seen it? It's like a fucking, like, uh, a, a, a Vauxhall Astra is more, um, you know, yeah. A- able to yeah. you know, advance than this AI. That's the like, Skoda of robots, that is. Yeah, yeah. that makes me wonder. No, I agree. Maybe. I absolutely agree because there's absolutely no way we can possibly have put someone on the moon. I'm not saying we did, I doubt it, um, and travelled to Mars, but then that happens if you watch the video. And I'll put the video in here, but if you, it is funny. It's like a sex doll, basically, but Siri. It's like a sex doll Siri mixed together. She's got brains and beauty as technology can be both a threat and an opportunity. Maybe that's why the politicians, the MPs, want him there, because they can't get done for sexual harassment. <laughs> you will do one day. You will do one day, yeah. Do you so... know, I saw, I saw someone using an excuse, like, so they're not asleep, because I was saying once, like this years years ago, about these politicians and what they get paid, and even in the House of Lords, you know, they're on 300 quid a day just to turn up and not do anything. Fall asleep. And, and they were blatantly asleep, and I go, no, no, it's not that. There's speakers in chairs. And it's like, yes, there are speakers in the chairs, but you sit back and the speakers are there. You don't go and put your ear on the speaker and go... What do you mean? That's not listening. That's sleeping. That's sleeping. Drooling. I've I've never felt that drooling improved my hearing at all. There's speakers in the chairs. They're standing about two foot in front of you. What do you need exactly. speakers in the chair for? If you can't hear from two feet, you're you're deaf. You're not going to hear a speaker. If I was if I was given the speech at that point, I realised they were all asleep. I'd just go. And now we're going to do a snap vote on pay rises for the MPs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Aye, aye. Somebody let a brown boy in, and they'd all wake up. Oh yeah, they would. Yeah. Like, Fucking hell. Yeah, they would. Uh, yeah. It, it, it was mad. If you watch it, I'll send you... You've got the link because they sent it both for us, but it's absolutely amazing. But I think you're right because it's so funny and so comical that it's it's got to be just one, as you say. Yeah, just a like, wind-up. Just yeah. a wind-up because it's brilliant. But it was funny. Who else you got? So, talking of wind-ups, the word smart and the city of Sunderland don't tend to go together. No disrespect. <laughs> I but, think um, what do you mean, no disrespect? You've just disrespected them all. A little bit, yeah. Um, I went there on a night out once. Um, so Sunderland City Council, right, have, have introduced, you know, be more smart, be more active and earn rewards, right? And when you actually read into it, you have to download this app, right? They love an app. And what that app does is it, tra- it tracks you. So it tracks the way you travel um, and where you go and what you consume. And you get rewards if you're more climate friendly. Oh, here we go. In training. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So those rewards are kind of, you know, you can get a coffee or, you know, whatever, little things like that. Um, and it kind of made me think that actually, like, you know, because people go, well, what's the problem with that? And I remember, like, um, there's a, um insurance company um, called, I think they're called, they used to sponsor Bournemouth. I'm trying to remember the name of them now. Anyway, you you would, every time you went to the gym, you would put into the, because I had loads of clients that were on it, because they used to get half-price membership with Virgin if they had it. They would Prudential, was it Prudential? One of them, it began with a P. And so every time they did a training session, they would put in there and it would bring their life insurance down and whatever, right? And they get rewards for being a good little worker, a good little B. Um, and and so I thought about it and, you know, people just kind of accept that as some sort of normality. And then you have it the same with a car where, um, I think it was Aviva, one of the first to launch it, that if you have a camera in your car, like a dash cam, your insurance costs come down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so then you go, okay, well, that's the sales pitch. That's the intro, isn't it? And then how long until you, if you don't have a dash cam in your car, 
we won't insure you. Mm. You know, it's just that little bait and switch, isn't it? And, yeah. and I felt the same with this, you know, this kind of like, you know, how soon does it go from if you do good climate shizzle, if you conform, you get rewards, that then that just switches to if you don't conform, you get penalised. And yeah, they just flick it. Yeah, it. Just like that. Be very, very quick. It's really dangerous road to go to go down, but that people don't get it. They, they, I don't understand how they can't see how absurd that is. It's quite funny, and they, they reintroduce it in a way that's absurd and a bit funny and a bit silly. You get free coffee, but for you, know, as you say, before you know it, it's used for other things. We we know that they're, they're going to have on your ticket, train ticket now. Some train tickets have your carbon footprint. And it's like by the time you get on the fucking train, you've got no carbon footprint. I was going to say my carbon footprint's from walking home. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's it's absurd, but yeah, it's everywhere. All of this climate because they've, they've pivoted to climate change, but the climate change, as we know, and we can see that it isn't as powerful as they need it to be. It's, it can't stand on its own. People aren't that bothered. No, because they don't they don't have the immediate fear of death no. like they tried to feed people um, in March twenty twenty. Yeah, they don't, it doesn't have the same thing because it's you know even if you believe the narrative, it's somewhere over the rainbow, and lots of people have said that you know. What was Al Gore? We'd be under the water by what time? You know, yeah. about 20 years ago now, wasn't it? You know, yeah. um, and also the fact that all the people selling climate change, um, like your Al Gores and your um, Jeff Bezos's and your Bill Gates and your Barack Obamas, are all buying up beachfront properties. That kind of doesn't it doesn't really back it up, does it? Yeah. If, I, if I see Bill Gates buying buying a big mansion on the side halfway up a mountain, I'll have a relook. <laughs> yeah, well, it's the same people as well. Which people they're only getting more and more people to cotton onto this. I mean, it is falling apart for them, isn't it? Really, at the moment. Um, well, the the, the jibby jabby stuff's collapsed in on itself, isn't it? Well, yeah. I mean, speaking of that, um, Pierce Morgan's done a pivot, pivot um, quickly. He's uh, suddenly come out and said that people should be able to choose for themselves. When the vaccines first came along, that they would stop transmission. It seemed to me if you refuse to be vaccinated, you shouldn't be entitled to the same rights to, you know, to go to nightclubs and stuff as those who'd taken the vaccine and were therefore not able to transmit it. However, when it was established that vaccines actually didn't stop transmission, they just stopped a lot of people getting very sick and dying, the argument to then suppress any liberties or freedoms of the unvaccinated, to me, it went away. Because in that instance, if the, if the ability to pass it on is pretty well the same whether you've been jabbed or not, then really it's down to the individual if they want to protect themselves from, from this virus. Uh, so I changed my mind. Uh, but a year, a year ago, on May, in May 20, uh, 2021, he said people who refuse to get jabbed but whine about lockdowns really are a special breed of stupid, selfish pricks. And now the little fucker is turning around and saying, it's okay, it's fine, you should be able to choose. And he's coming out with the nonsense, we've got a video clip to play, but he's coming out with that nonsense like that of saying, well, the facts have changed, so my opinions have changed. No, the facts haven't changed. The facts you know never changed. changed. The facts never changed, because that's, that's the thing about facts. Yeah. Your, your perception of the facts is what changed. Yeah. And their admission of the facts is what changed. The actual facts actually remain the same. Yeah. For the entirety of it. <laughs> And the fact is that you should never be able to force or coerce someone into taking a medical procedure or having an injection in their body. That hasn't changed. That's just called being a decent human being. He's an utter moron, but obviously he's been told to switch or he's jumping ship. Well, yeah, he's terrified for his own career. He's seen public opinion has changed. That's all it is. Yeah. You know, he'd, he'd do it again without without hesitating if, if he thought that public opinion was was agreeing with him. How long before he actually gets kicked off something? Because how long can he go on? He spent a wall twenty years of just doing this shit. Yeah, yeah, he has. Yeah, yeah. And, and and he's such a flip flop as well. Like you know, he's he's in the the unlawful killing documentary, um, the Princess Diana documentary. He's well aware of the fact that she was killed, mm. and yet he's he's noshing off the royal family. That's, they all are. How how do those two go together? It's extraordinary, really. Because he's obviously, to get to his level in uh, the media, he would be either compromised or he would be heavily involved in these secret societies. There's just no two ways about it with someone like him. At his level, you don't get to his level like that. That's like you're, you're given opportunities all over the world. 
Um, he's constantly, and he's also getting away with dropping the ball, cons- consistently dropping the ball. He spoke to Julian Assange's wife the other week, and he came out and said, which was really funny, I'll put the clip in here actually. He said, as a journalist, my real journalism, you would do your research and you would see that WikiLeaks um, didn't redact any of these names and stuff. And then she comes back and said, we did redact them. WikiLeaks redact them and we work with the papers you've just mentioned. WikiLeaks didn't, they just put it all out. As a journalist, you would never do that. So they weren't really acting as journalists. They were acting as, here it all is, and work it out for yourselves, whereas the newspaper editors acted like what I would say proper journalists should do, which is to be careful about exactly what you put in the public domain. Do you accept that? I don't accept it, because it's not true. WikiLeaks did actually redact all of those publications from the Manning... Uh, that Manning gave to WikiLeaks. And in fact, it was in cooperation with those uh, newspapers. They told WikiLeaks what had to be redacted, and then WikiLeaks published it redacted. In fact, WikiLeaks withheld 15,000 documents from the Afghan war logs, got criticized over redacting too much in relation to um, Iraq. And in relation to Cablegate, in fact, it was The Guardian that published a password which led to the cables being published, and in fact, they were published by a US publication first. Literally, he just dropped himself in it. He just said something, then proved himself wrong and got told off by Julian Assange's wife. And it was, it was quite funny. But you just think, you're so useless. And how many times has him and the papers he's represented been successfully sued um, for, for fake news? Um, and inappropriate reporting X, Y, Z. And WikiLeaks is, is yet to be debunked yep. yeah, on exactly. any of it. Well, that's why he's where he is, because they're scared of him and scared of people like him as well. Yeah, yeah. and I, I don't think it's to do with, you know, that whole kind of what they claim it's to do with in terms of, you know, the Iraq war and stuff. I just think that's the cover. Um, I think, you know, the fact that WikiLeaks were revealing emails about lots of other stuff, including Satanism, paedophilia. Yeah. Um, and in terms of, the you know, the current thing, um, how much climate change is an absolute scam? You know that whole that whole hockey stick graph, which still gets dragged out by the mainstream media, is fact. The fact that WikiLeaks, you know, revealed the emails where the creator of it, I think it's Michael Mann, wasn't it, was was basically saying, "Oh no, we can leave that bit of data out. Don't worry about it. We can put that little bit of data in." How, uh, in terms of creating that hockey stick graph, it's a complete fucking scam. Yeah, it's social sciences. Yeah, and I think that's the that's the real shit they're going they they want to punish Wiki for. I don't think it's for some jarheads blowing up people in Iraq. No, well, John Bolton was on on the same interview as that as well, and he's a right old piece of work, isn't he? Scumbag, absolute scumbag. So he came out the other day, and I've got the clip here as well, saying basically goading Putin into nuclear war and saying if you if you use any of them, you are signing your own death warrant. Did you see that? I did. Yeah, and then he 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 got. He got destroyed in the panel, I remember that. Which is not a euphemism for bumhole. No, but uh, yeah, he's, he's, I mean, he's a, for me, he was the first real sign. I mean, I don't trust people that become president anyway, because, you know, the, the brakes failed before that would be allowed to happen with someone independent, generally. But when Trump brought in John Bolton, I mean, fuck me. I mean, that should have set alarm bells off for people. Gee, he looks like there's a TV programme, kids TV programme, where he's dressed as a wizard. What is it? Is it Wizardora? And saying, it looks exactly like the, the wizard from that. I don't know that, but you've just made me think of a film called Luca. Um, and Luca's dad. <laughs> I've heard of this, Luca, as well. While you're finding that, have you seen the film about the um, the robot, the... Oh, was it the robot? It was basically a pedo robot. And I had that. Was... In, I had that in my story. Oh, okay. I'll let you do that one because I don't know much about that. I only saw one sort of little clip of it, or not clip of it, one little picture. There's the fi- that's the fish's dad. <laughs> yeah. Luca's dad. Yeah. Um, so basically, Gaze Against Groomers uh, alerted me to this because they tweeted about the fact that you know, oh no, we're not really sort of sexualizing kids. Honest, honest, honest. Um, and how it's it's a film um, with a paedophile, um, a, a relationship between a child, but the child is a robot, and a grown man. I'll get the um, article here. Okay, the child's a robot. A little yeah. bit like AI, which was weird. And... Yeah, but that's how they kind of get away with it. So, Android paedophile film sparks controversy and walkouts, I think that's encouraging, 
yeah. at the Berlin Film Festival. Trouble with Being Born depicts a relationship between a robot played by a 10-year-old girl and an adult man with CGI nude scenes. Who the oh. fuck is watching that shit? Who's working on that? Like, who's watching that? Who, 10 years old. Uh, who's sitting there in the office working for a year on, on that and going, I don't really want to go work today, Mag- Mar- uh, Maggie. They've got me going, I mean, it's a project I'm not keen on working on. Me and the lads aren't. John is. John's really excited about it, but John's a weirdo and we should never have taken him on. But it that had to be made. That's what. That's why well, I find these up things the weird. Someone came so, up with, I've got an idea, guys. What about this? Uh, that's a hard no from me. Yeah. Yeah, but what about you, John? I'm well up for it. I well knew you it. would be, right. John. Someone check John's hard drive, thanks. <laughs> In fact, I've been working on this, Aunt John. Just, oh, just yeah. yeah, I've already storyboarded it. No, <laughs> no, John. John, no, it's not flick. Is it a flick book? A pop up book? It's a pop up book, is it? Yeah, I thought it would be. Fucking, it's it's absurd. So one part, one part of the planet, you've got John and his team working on CGI child abuse porn, and then you've got another guy growing a massive fucking pumpkin, and I don't know where what this plan is do you know what someone pointed something out to me the other day and it i hadn't thought of it before and then i was annoyed with myself that i hadn't so you know you have a lot of these groups um and activist organizations that are basically trying to you know force um government to kind of accept that kids should be given puberty blockers at such a young age and all this kind of stuff you know really just forcing this shit Mm. on on people um, a couple of these organisations have had, you know, people um, arrested um, because they've been paedophiles, basically. And and so, oh God, I'm trying to remember who said it now. That would annoy me. Because um, it was basically along the lines of the fact that, well, maybe that's why paedophiles are attracted to this sort of stuff. Because you will then have a situation with, with, with puberty blockers where apparently you pause... Um, puberty but you don't you, you've ruined them for life and make them infertile other um, cognitive issues and development because puberty isn't just about that it's about everything else yeah. anyway about the fact that actually they would want that because you will end up in a position where you actually have children physically children that are over the age of consent right it's a fair point isn't it and I'd never considered it and I thought you could be onto something here as, a, as as why that would attract a certain type of person that actually they, they can think, well, I want to have sex with kids, but if I do, I'm going to go to prison because they're kids. Jesus. But what if I can what if I can make people over the age of consent look like children or child robots or child robots? Oh man. I mean, it's worth it's worth it's worth a, it's as good a theory as any, isn't it? I always it's found a- that who's the young girl who's now a boy. Um, and she played the lead character in Juno. So she was a little... In the film, she was a really young girl having a baby. That was what the whole film was about. She was a kid, basically, having a kid. With another yeah, kid. I, mem- I remember it, yeah. But now she's the poster boy, I suppose, for transgender issues, but she dresses like a child boy, not a woman. Not a man, sorry. But she dresses like a boy. Um, it's very odd. It's almost like they've forced her into this kind of situation and i feel sorry for him yeah it's, 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 it's almost like someone was was raised in a horrendous um organization where kids are groomed and all sorts of dreadful things happen to them and um they are psychologically scarred as a result it's almost like that really is that what happened to this person well i don't know but no i mean hollywood's not a normal place is it oh no no i thought you meant some sort of like as in like more like i'm not saying the mormons do it but some sort of cult in in a sense of cult within well, that cult, I mean I we mean, know Hollywood is a cult. Hollywood is a cult, yeah, yeah. and 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 you know it, it's um, it attracts some very very dark and sinister people. So, and also you know even without the cult aspect of it, you know being a child star is going to have some psychological absolutely wounds that go with it. It's not normal. Oh, we've that seen sort that of happen stuff. time and well, time again. To everyone, look, ages, at, yeah. well, look at Michael Jackson. Yeah, you know, yeah, all these people, you know, they they're you know. I mean, it's difficult because you, you have, a as a father with kids, same as yourself, you have this kind of weird sort of, I want to let them do whatever they want. I want them to let live their life. But at yeah. the same time, would I want them to go and be involved in something like that? The protective part of me would be like, fuck no. No. But, it's, but then 
there's the part of me that wants them to be free to live it it's a tough one isn't it it's a tough one but also the the way it's sold it's sold as something that it's not to people there's this star whole thing and what it actually is the the the, the ritual that it actually is is sold as a, something of benefit and it's not and we see that on the back end of what these kids end up being like it's, it's really awful i mean but it's everywhere i mean we know it was coming for a long time this stuff but there's that woman from the harvard university um harvard i think it's harvard clinical something she's from the she's got a p psychological she's got psyd whatever that means um this is from the boston children's hospital sorry and she's saying kerry mcgregor and the video's here so i'll play that in a second she's saying that babies can not just not even babies i suppose i don't know what the technical term would be um can recognize their gender whilst in the womb the patients that we have in the GEMS clinic actually know their gender, usually around the age of puberty, but a good portion of children do know as early as seemingly from the womb, and they will usually express their gender identity as very young children, some as soon as they can talk. They might say phrases such as, I'm a girl, or I'm a boy, or I'm going to be a woman, or I'm going to be a mom. Kids know very, very early. A fetus can recognize the gender, which is, which is unbelievable because these are the same people, because they generally come from the left side of politics. These are the same people that say that abortion should be absolutely fine all the way up to this late on point because they're just a bunch of cells, but they're just a bunch of cells that knows exactly whether they're transgender or not. I mean, how, do you, how do you scope those two together? Because this is where, yeah, and if you ask them that, they wouldn't be able to answer you because they would just have malfunction, like you have done with the um, mask situation, with the jab situation, the, the spreading of something that you've got no symptoms of. They can't answer you because it makes no fucking sense. So they just have cognitive dissonance and they just kind of malfunction. They wouldn't be able to answer that. Of course they wouldn't, because it's stupid. It's illogical. Uh, and it's but worse than illogical and stupid, it's evil. Well, that's the point, I think. Um, for, for many of the things that we talk about, you know, the deep kind of rooted part of it is, is, is rooted in evil. And I, and that's uh, something that's coming out. You can see it because they get more and more desperate. Um, yeah. What else have we got then? So I've got a story um, which I saw this morning, which is amazing because I just saw it as an absolute right hook to the patriarchy because we don't like the patriarchy. Um, those nasty men. Bloody but men. Um, Bloody men coming over here. Especially those men, women. Men. Well, this is the thing. So let me find this story. Here we go. Right, so... Transgender schools guidance says discussing women's rights could be offensive. Outcry as the draft policy by the National Education Union proposes a change in the definition of transfer. They love changing the definition of stuff, don't yep. they? Yep. Yep. Um, what is that? It's kind of very Orwellian, isn't it? How do I make them? How do I? How do I stop someone from saying something I don't want them to say? Well, what I'll do is I'll just define it as something yep. that they so they can't say it. That's that's hate speech. <laughs> I only said hello. Yeah. Or an experimental gene therapy as a vaccine. We'll just change that or pandemic um, to include um, cases. So teachers who discuss sex-based women's rights with transgender colleagues could be considered transphobic under a policy proposed by the members of Britain's largest teachers union. Right. Um, the National Education Union's trans and non-binary network has proposed that anyone who expects trans people to participate in a discussion or a debate about rights um is transphobic what? so so what that's literally saying is we don't want to talk about it like we are we don't want to talk about it so let's not only erase women's rights let's just not fucking talk about them so to to put that into you know to create an example from that that would be the equivalent of saying you can't talk to a black person about about racism yes or you can't talk to a black person about black lives matter is it so, saying you can't talk to a black person about white people's issues if there is there's such thing which there isn't because it's just people issues but you know what exactly. i mean well I, I i don't know but i just read that as like you know you literally you 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 can't bring up sex-based rights with 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 someone um women's sex-based rights with someone because it could potentially offend them in, in the sense that they could potentially disagree with you or have fucking whoop-de-boo but who cares whether they're offended well, this is the point. So, so it's, it is the equivalent of, 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 of say, say, for, say it's a fucking debate show. 
So, so, so someone's here sat next to me. They're a big supporter of Black Lives Matter. I'm not a big supporter of Black Lives Matter as an organisation um, for many reasons. One of which is they're obviously just corrupt as fuck. Yeah. Which is why they're all buying mansions and not actually helping their, their fellow human beings. But for me to have that opinion would then automatically be racist. Well, I'm not racist. I'm just saying it. I don't agree with that as well. No, 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 no. It, it is. Yeah. So that's extraordinary. It just it literally just stops the conversation because then most women, to be fair, are not are simply not going to have that conversation because so I don't want to be called transphobic. Is it becoming illegal, illegal to defend yourself? Now let's tie that into the Alex Jones case, when he's not even allowed to defend himself in doing so, or perjure himself, I believe, or something along the lines, and he would end up in jail for like sixty days or something. He's not actually even allowed to speak in his own defence. That's where we're going. So. And that crosses over to me in the line of saying you can't even defend yourself and to do so is going to become illegal. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, it's not a, a law in the sense, but... but No, no, I don't but mean pe it. But people would, I have no doubt, be, you know, reprimanded, fired, suspended, investigated um, for for having a conversation. Okay. I mean, that's that's extraordinary that you can't even bring something up and just say, look... And also, what happens if that... Because um, not every transgender person thinks exactly the same. Of course they don't. Mm. It's a ridiculous idea. But so what what happens then if if you're a, a female employee and you're talking to a transgender colleague about women's sex-based rights and that transgender colleague agrees with you completely? Actually, no, I, I do agree. I, I actually think, for instance, that maybe we should have our own toilets and then we don't have to partake in, in either of them. All right, okay. But then someone else hears it, probably not even transgender because that's the way it works, who who gets offended on their behalf and then reports them. You know, it's, it's insane, really. Of course it's insane. It, it's completely... Dis it's just as insane saying you wear your mask to protect me. It is the same obfuscation, which is a great word, um, of, <laughs> of passing on the buck, of, of responsibility. I'm not responsible for me, but I'm responsible for you, and you're responsible for them, but not responsible for yourself. It's just weird. It's, it's again, another inversion of... Of boundaries, it's switching boundaries around. You I'm know? asking, I'm asking Peter to mask Paul. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, basically, that's what it is, and it's insane. And um, I, yeah, they're just turning everything upside down. It's the Tower of Babylon, or Babel, even. Sorry, Tower did of Babel. Did that same thing last week? I did. I keep saying it, and I don't know why. It's because the rivers of Babel. It's, no, it's not. Is it's it? No, it isn't. It's Babel. It's, it's Babylon, that one. <laughs> it's because of um. What's his name? Babylon. He shakes his head like that. David Gray. David Gray, yeah. It's his fault. I like David Gray. Yeah, I what do, so actually. Um, ball transgender stuff. Where do you think I'm going for this? Um, Eddie Izzard. Yeah, you do the Eddie Izzard. You've got a lot more understanding of the Eddie Izzard stuff than I have. It's Labour Party, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, you know, the problem is... That if, if 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 the police and the establishment and laws aren't there and they're not going to protect people, then people are going to protect themselves and the ones they love. That's how it works. So so when Eddie Izzard um, was photographed coming out of a female toilet, he should have had a visit from a police officer. Excuse me, sir. Um, mm. Can I can I talk to you about that? Because your name's Eddie Izzard. Yes. And, and, you know, OK, so you wear a pink beret and a floral dress now because that's what womanhood is, apparently. But you still have all the characteristics of a man. You have all the meat and two veg and the wherewithal and, and are very open about the fact that you still fancy women. Right. Um, so you are a, you're a man in a dress. Yeah, and you are people, a man in a dress. People will get the ump about that, but I don't really give a fuck because it's true. And so you coming out of uh, a women's toilet should have someone should have a word with you. You know, what, but instead it was it was applauded and lauded, by, as as you know, by by people on social media um, that are generally from the left. And you think, okay, well, in which case, people are gonna people are gonna protect themselves then. So what will happen one day is him or someone like him will no doubt go into the toilet after a big lad's daughter has just gone in there, and the big lad's not having it. Excuse me, son, out you fucking come. And and because no one's gonna protect his daughter in the toilet, so he's gonna have to do it himself. Mm. And that's what happens. And then he will be the bad guy, obviously, because that's that's the way the world works. But I just looked at it and I just thought, you know what? Like, it's it's gonna it takes us down a dark road. 
a really dark road. You know? I think there's more going on with this Eddie Izzard thing. And by coming out the toilets, we mean we didn't mean he was having a wank out of the window. By the way, he was actually just leaving the toilets. Um, but I think that there's more going on here because for that to happen and have such high profile out of nowhere again, and now he's running for this, he's running for Labour, and that they're clearly using him for some sort of political gains. Or, uh, no, I don't mean just political, and as in politics, I mean in, in kind of using him as a, as a poster man, boy, woman, as a for this sort of movement, for this wokeism, this not being able to say what really happened in front of you. Do you think he's been put up to it? Because in Hollywood, do you often get black actors that are made to wear dresses, made to wear female clothes to demasculate them? I'm wondering if he's been not just put up to it. Maybe he does want to do that, but they're pushing him further than he really well, wants to go. I mean, I mean, he's worn, you know, he's worn dresses and makeup on stage since the dawn of time. He was just a man that was a cross dresser. But he was, he was still masculine. He wasn't wearing it like it. There was a, still a masculine element. He might put a bit of makeup on and nail varnish and some lipstick, but they still didn't go the full hog of trying to be dressed as Miss Doubtfire. So he doesn't. To me, he doesn't look any different than he did before. I mean, he's he's not on any. Not that I agree with medicalisation anyway, but he's not on any medication. He he's he's a man. The, the, so the, the only thing that he's doing to to prove his womanhood is say he's a woman and wear a dress. I can do that. You do like, do that. I do do that sometimes. Yeah, why not? But yeah. I've, I've, he's not had to go any other step. So he's not, you know, yeah. going through some kind of hormone therapy. He's not doing X, Y, and Z. He's not. He's, you know, he's not going as far as you, Caitlyn Jenner or whatever. Um, he, he's literally just like oh, I'm a woman now. Yeah. And you all have to agree with me. So is he running for... Is it Sheffield? I can't remember what it was. got no idea. No idea. Um, I don't care, if I'm honest. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, same here. It's just all nonsense, isn't it? The world is upside down. Every, all of these things are just done to confuse and infuse everything into... Yeah, um, Eddie Izzard launches campaign to become Labour MP. Eddie Izzard has launched a campaign to be elected as the Labour MP for Sheffield Constituency. The comedian... 60 announced her intention to enjoy the race to become the party's candidate for Sheffield Central on Tuesday. Is that is Eddie, um, Eddie a girl's name now? Is it? Oh, I don't know. Eddie Murphy. Is it, everything, everything's just no. It's it's all just bollocks, isn't it? Everything's yeah. just bollocks now. They've just literally everything is just amalgamation of shite. <laughs> If if we just talk enough shite, then most people will just go, oh, I'm done, mate. I can't be bothered. That's where it's coming to. And that's what yeah. your dad's been saying for ages. It's just this blurring of all the lines, of all the boundaries. And then you've just got um, a whole lot of like mess that you can kind of claim anything. Yeah, so I mean, you, there are no laws. There are no rules. You've gone from one extreme. And, and who does that sound like? like? That sounds like Alistair Crowley to me. And that sounds like do what thou will. Well, this is the thing. And, and what's mad is like, you know, daughter's four years old and I was driving her to school today and we were talking just about stuff and she was saying you know we, we, and I was saying yeah you, you were born in Derby I can't even remember how the conversation came up but she was born in Derby and she was like yeah yeah and we live here now blah blah and I was like yeah and she said where did you and mummy live before I was born and I said well we lived in Derby for, for a good few years actually before you were born she said yeah when I was in your tummy oh no and she corrected herself and she went oh no I was in mummy's tummy and then she said if I'd been in your tummy I'd have been a boy and I just laughed and I thought to myself, that's no more fucking mental than what everyone else is accepting as reality. And it's come from a four-year-old. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's, that's, that's got no less basis in fact than Eddie yeah. Izzard being a fucking woman. Yeah. And the Madness. fact that they'll put it in the paper saying she or her is no, I can identify what I want, but I don't have to identify you as that. Because it's not true. You can say the house is on fire when it's freezing cold inside. I don't care what you say. That's not happening. But it's also forcing it upon others. Because, okay, you, you can be what you want. Do you know what I mean, fucking fill your boots, mate. Whatever. Do you know what? If he, if he changed his name to Claudia and I wanted to get their attention, I would probably go, Claudia, all right, mate, do you want a cup of tea? Like, whatever. I'll go along with stuff. If it makes people feel better about themselves, life's fucking hard. That's fine. I don't have a problem with that. Is that then that you go, oh, I'm a woman now, so I'm just going to walk into a woman's toilet. Yeah. What do you mean? What do you mean? Because 
that's not how it fucking works. You need boundaries. You need yeah. You need I'm, rules. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I you identify don't... as having all this money, so I'll just have that. Cheers, cashier. Yeah. Oh no, I don't have. No, it's fine. It's mine because yeah. I identify that's mine. Exactly. Where I, does it stop? Yeah. Where does it stop? Yeah. It's true because I believe it's true. All right. We believe that was safe and effective. How'd that work out for you? And that's that's kind of like that even plays into the you'll own nothing, you'll be happy because if you own nothing, you don't even own a fixed identity own a fixed anything so where no. are you the anxiety of not knowing anything you don't own your house oh, well, I've rent everything everything could be taken away from me or changed at any moment and as they use with climate change terrible people don't like change <laughs> they like yeah. to know where they are so what you're doing is getting rid of the safety net and the understanding of everyone over a slow well, that... period of time which is just chaos well, that's the whole thing with globalisation and open borders. Won't it be great? We'll have so many different cultures. No, you won't. You'll actually have no fucking cultures. Yeah. That's what happened. It will just become a big jumbled up mess of fuck all. Yeah. That will literally what it, what it will be, um, which is what they want. So you, you'll have no culture, no no family unit, no nothing. Yeah. Because then they, then they don't have to break anything down because no one's united in anything. Yeah, that's the thing. You know, are you coming or are you going? I don't know. Uh-huh. I don't even know what that means. Yeah. I don't know who I am. Just tell uh, me where to stand. Just tell me where to stand and tell me when I'm doing another booster, mate. Yeah. yeah. That's where we're getting to. And and that is exactly what they're doing. So psychological, psychographical warfare. That's what they. That's what it's been termed. Um, I mean, even like this stuff like this, it's racist to racial inequality of sleep. Oh, fuck off. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm fucking oppressed then because I'm knackered. I'm absolutely knackered as well. Um, I was up Does that mean my daughter is a little racist for waking me up in the night? I think so. Oh, wow. I think it does. Yeah, I think it is. I'm going to have to talk to her about her fucking bias then, aren't I? The racial, yeah, because if you were black, she'd have left you alone. The racial inequality of sleep. Black Americans aren't sleeping as well as whites. Here's Here's why that's a public health problem. And what could be done to fix it? By Brian Resnick. Good old Brian. And then this is the only part that made any sense. Well, it didn't make any sense, but the only part that was worthwhile read now. The study was just one data point in a mountain um, pile of evidence that black Americans aren't sleeping as well as whites. This part, what constitutes black American, if I identify as brown or yellow? This past June, the journal Sleep, there's actually a book called Journal, there's an actual magazine about sleep the past this past june the journal sleep published a study on the equality um, sleep equality of black white chinese and hispanic adults in six cities across the united states the participants were pulled from the multi-ethnic study of something i can't pronounce mesa a cohort of more than six thousand people who for the last 15 years have been terminated um intermittently pricked prodded and assessed to discover how geography and race influence health over time. More than 950 papers have been published on, on this cohort. It's from them the researchers have found evidence <laughs> that the, fur- the farther, the further, even, people live from a wealthier area, the more likely they are to develop insulin resistance, or that blacks appear to have higher levels of the substances that cause blood to clot. Blood clot, there at the end. So they're saying basically, if you live in a, live away from an an area that's peaceful and quiet and wealthier, you're like less likely to sleep. And most people that aren't wealthy are black. That's what so, I've got from that. Right. Okay. So 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 it's not strenuous. Yeah. It's 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 not a certain race sleeping better than another race. It's a certain class sleeping better than another class. But then they're saying so this is what they're doing with that they they're merging the two. So they're saying. Class, yes, but the class, the, the the lower class are mostly black. So what they're doing, the same thing with with uh, the Jewish race. There is no Jewish race. There is none. It's not a race. It's it's a it's a faith. But what they say is it's mostly people from this part of the world are Jewish. So therefore, that's the race that Jewish is. But that's not how it works. They're a faith. They can choose to be whatever race they want. I'm sorry, faith they want. So yeah, they, they can, blur the can, lines. If again. you can convert to something. Yeah. Then you, you know, I can't convert to African American. Well, you can. And you will be able to. That woman did in the last podcast. Remember on Phil and Holly? 
Well, see, this is the thing. See, she did and got pelters and is accused of, of you know, being racist, essentially. So why is, so why is that okay? What, sorry, why is that not okay? Yeah, Eddie Izzard, it's okay. Because it fits the agenda. Because mm. it depends though, on what it? they're pushing. It's it funny, isn't it, how they can just flip, but yeah. depending on, on which way the wind's blowing. It's your confusion, isn't it? It's all about confusing everyone. And that's where we people are. I mean, I must say, I felt more anxious than I did two years ago. Because it's just like, everything's just funny and stupid. If you don't find it funny, you find it really weird and concerning. And you don't know where, what is what you're supposed to be doing. But, no, that, that, that's... I, I'm in the same position at the minute. That actually, I, I feel more in a state of flux now and confusion than I did in the height of lockdowns yeah because you just where, knew where you were i knew where i was and i knew what i was trying to fight against yeah whereas now it's kind of it's so confusing um that you know you don't know whether you're coming or going like you, you you know what the plan is and you know what they're trying to implement through the back door and you point out little things in conversations like this and that's obviously what this means in sunderland with the smart fucking bollocks and all this sort of stuff but at the same time the the prison bars aren't they're not solidified. No. And so it's kind of, if that's the thing, I'm going to smash through that. Whereas it's kind of, it's almost like translucent, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Like I know they're there, but I can still kind of for now put my hand through it. So now I'm fucking confused. Yeah. It's the, yeah. It, it, I suppose that's what they mean by the fog of war. Because that's just what it feels like. A fog of war. Psychological fog. And people are just foggy brains because they've had two years of shit um, from COVID nonsense. Two and a half years of that. Then they're getting straight back on with the, with Black Lives Matter, they've just been bombarded left, right and centre. And this is what war is. And people say you're in a third world war. It has nothing to do with really... Well, it does. It has to do with Ukraine and Russia. But that's just the physical manifestation of one. One. I mean, there's wars going on all over the world, physical wars. The real war is psychological. It's an information war, as, it's, as Alex has been saying for years. And as much as I don't agree with everything he says, it is an information war. It's the fog of war is, is our mind we're psychologically foggy and that's what they want they want everyone confused that's the tower of babel got it right and we can't communicate because we don't know what we're supposed to be doing and that's really the that's going to end up with people being psychologically destroyed yeah well that's the, the demoralization isn't it the demoralization of the west and people have been speaking about that for a long time but the demoralization of the West isn't just, you know, through war and lockdowns and economy um, and, you know, fear of death, which is all COVID was really. And all, mm. you know, nuclear war hype is all about fear of death and also obviously getting getting you to accept stuff you wouldn't normally have just because it might keep you alive for an extra 20 minutes. But, but also an, an aspect of that um, demoralization is the not knowing. Like... You know, I think humans generally want, they need something to focus on. Like if you said to me, I need you to climb Everest, I could do it because there's a start and an end and it's fucking hard and it's going to take years of training and whatever and graft. Snowden's hard as well, so. It is hard. But you, but you, would, you, would, you could do that because there's a, there's a beginning and a middle and an end and I know that I need to get to this point and I know how to do it. It's going to be fucking hard, but I know how to do it. Whereas if all of a sudden, you know, you, you, you're creating things where I, I don't know how to get from here to here because I don't know actually really know what that means mm. anymore. You know, and so people are in that state now of, of where they, they have very little focus. What do you want to do with your life? I don't fucking know because I don't know what kind of world's going to be in 45 minutes. So how can I plan for anything? You know, I'm one of those people. And I know I think most people are. We like to plan stuff. Yeah. I want to know that I've got a family holiday booked for next summer. I want, you know, I can start chipping away money towards it. And, and then you have something to focus on. So when you're sat at work and you're like, oh, fucking hell, this is shit. Mate, <laughs> this time next month. This yeah. time next month, you know. Yeah. Whereas all of a sudden, next, this time next month, don't mean fuck all. No, I, I think this is a really important point that we need to bring up maybe in a lot more of what we do. Because the fog of war is a psychological thing. And this is where we're all at. And that's why we're all just, bla this is what it's all about. It's about confusing us. What better person to put in the White House than Joe Biden? If he can get to be the president and he doesn't even know where he is and that's acceptable, subconsciously, at the very, very, yeah, the very lowest level, that's telling us a message that even the person that's meant to be leading the free world, and we know it isn't, but most people believe it is, is totally clueless as to what even room he's in. 
So this is, you're supposed to be confused. You're supposed to be a Joe Biden. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing, like friends of mine, like we used to go to Prague twice a year um, gigging and we would generally take in a, a football match or an ice hockey match in, in Prague, right? We, we All of us quite like Sparta as a team. So we would we'd go to, to ice hockey or football. And, and if we could, we would aim it. So when Sparta were playing Slavia, like the city rivalry, we would go to those games. And they're crazy. They're, they're just fucking mad. People just chucking fucking flares at each other. It's fucking crazy. But it's an experience. And um, so a friend of mine put in, in the group, he was like, yeah, boys, like Sparta are playing Slavia in April. Um, what do we reckon? And I thought, you know what? Like Gemma goes away quite a bit. She'll go to the Isle of Man to meet, to, to see her friends and stuff. I could, it's a long enough gap for me to book one in. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's okay to go for a weekend. And then, but even now I'm just like, but what? But what's the world going to be like in April? Am I going to be going to fucking Eastern fucking Europe? Yeah. And so, you know, is COVID restrictions going to come back? Is there going to be a, I don't know, fucking giraffe pox? Like, there's, so we've not booked flights or anything like that because it's like, I don't fucking know. I don't have, I don't earn enough money to be able to write it off. Do you know what I mean? Like, book it and if we can't go, we can't go. I'm not in that position. So I'm just like, well, I fucking won't do anything then. Yeah. And, and April will come and go. And then we'll go, well, you know, they're playing again in November. What about it? And you have the same thing because it just feels very much like this stuff is just dragging on. Um, and as soon as you get to the end of one thing, like the Rona, where the narrative dies on its arse, oh, fucking Putin's invaded. Oh, fuck, climate's going to blow up again. And what's all this? And everything we've been explaining for the last sort of 45 minutes, 50 minutes is chaos. And what will they do? They'll offer the order for the chaos and that will be the Great Reset. And you know where you are and you know... You'll have your little house and you'll have your little bit of money and you'll feel safe because you'll know what's coming. But what's coming is you can't have that and freedom at the same time. So we'll take your freedoms. We'll give you a little bit of, of this safe, safe and security, which is a tiny fraction of what you would have had before. But it's much better than what you got now because, look, it's chaos. Bombs yeah, are coming. Sure. Might be on the edge of a nuclear war. You know, COVID might be coming back. Monkeypox. Everyone, you know, myocarditis. You, nothing's working. The economy's about to collapse. And I feel that we need to understand that all of this information is just chaos, 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 chaos. And it's got to the point now where most people are fucking anxious and don't have a clue to left, go left, right or centre, and they're just going to ask. And that's what it's all about, isn't it? And you know that. You've been doing it longer than I have. They've got us to the point, and they're going to keep pushing it to the point where we beg for just some security, some yeah. some, some structure. And that's where the new order comes from. You won't have to worry about whether you can go to Prague or not, because you can only go 15 kilometres from your house. Yeah. Oh, yep. Yeah. At least, exactly. I, at least I've got to worry about that one. Oy. And I've heard people say that, like, oh, I mean, at least if I was like, I kind of get that. Like, that's why people are scared of death, because they don't know when it's coming and they don't know how long they got. No, it's a fear of not knowing. Yeah. But if yeah. you knew would you live your life different? I think you would live your life completely different. So it's the fear of not knowing, and that's what all of this stuff's about. And I think when we put work out and we, we see some of these stories, some of that is just designed to scare us into not knowing what's coming around the corner. And it's constant. It's the bogeyman. They don't have a bogeyman anymore. Putin's not cutting it. They don't have a Hitler. So they just need total confusion. And that's where we're at. We're at the Great Reset will come off the back of this to what solve this problem. At the end of the day, like, you know, as an analogy, they want they want us in cages, like fucking zoo animals. You know, it's just a case of, I don't think there, um, there's so many of us that it's not a case that you can just go out into the wild, stick a couple of fucking tranquilizer darts to someone's ass and shove them in a cage. So it's almost like creating a scenario where you're going out to the Serengeti and you're persuading psychologically the lions that actually you'd be better off in my zoo. Because yeah. I know you can run around here, but you can it's a fucking struggle getting food, isn't it? you got to fucking chase those fucking gazelles and they're quick bastards, aren't they? So come to my zoo and you'll be fed three times a day. You know, if you ever get poorly, we'll treat you. You'll have this, you'll have that, you know. And, and you know, the, the, unfortunately, a lot of the lions are going, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, I'll do that. And what's what happened to my land? Don't care. We'll, we'll take care of the land. Don't worry about that, mate. We'll take care you of don't that. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about anything. We'll take care of it. That's where we are. I hope, guys, anyway. <laughs> going to sell mugs with your face on it, mate. It'll be great. Oh, wow. Awesome. Yeah. You're going to take some of your skin and make a fucking bum bag out of it. Yeah, and after you're dead, you can become a rug. Fuck. Yeah. Can I? I never thought I'd become a rug. 
All right, guys, we'll see you in a couple of weeks' time. But that's an important message, I think, today, is to understand that this is all done to confuse you. So you beg for the Great Reset. And uh, the best way, I think, is to, to create your own little um, sense of order of things for yourself and for your loved ones in your and just for you in your little unit. Normally we say laugh at it, but it's been pretty depressing today, isn't it? <laughs> it's been important information, though. Yeah. I'll go back to bed. Yeah, I'm gonna go and uh, take some heroin and sit in the garden. Yeah, I might. Yeah. See you later. See you later. <laughs>